0: A story that will surely send chills down your spine is about a daring young American sailor named Tammy Oldham Ashcraft. Back in 1983, when she was just 23 years old, she had quite the adventure. Along with her British beau Richard Sharp, she was tasked with navigating the ocean from Tahiti to San Diego in California on a luxury yacht. But you know how the ocean can be? It's not always smooth sailing. 20 days into the journey, The two lovebirds got ensnared in a category four hurricane, coming with monstrous waves and wicked winds. Even though they stood their ground against the raging waves, the yacht was rolled over like a beach ball as it tumbled between two waves. The last thing etched in Tammy's memory before being knocked out cold for 27 hours is Richard shouting as an enormous wave slammed onto their boat. Later on, she penned down her harrowing ordeal in a book, which was later turned into a movie. Tammy had her fair share of sailing experience under her belt before the fateful journey. She had great navigation skills and had already sailed across the Pacific twice. Setting off from Tahiti to San Diego, they initially had a decent journey, but a couple of weeks in, trouble started brewing. They caught wind of a tropical area down by Panama, and before they knew it, the storm was charging west and gathering intensity. The pair made efforts to reach the safety zone, but the hurricane was moving at incredible speed. As fate would have it, the usually short-lived hurricane kept going. Facing giant waves and hurricane winds is enough to give anyone nightmares. The boat took a hammering, and despite their best preparations, dealing with such rough seas was a monumental task. The boat would leap into the air over the towering waves and come crashing down, making the whole structure shudder. Richard was in the cockpit, secured with a safety harness as they bobbed over the massive waves. But then, they ran into rogue waves. Those monstrous anomalies that come out of nowhere. One such wave made the boat do a 360-degree flip, and that was the last thing Tammy remembered. When she came to her senses, Richard was nowhere to be found. The safety harnesses meant to keep him attached to the boat were ruptured. With no one nearby to pick up her distress signals, Tammy was left with a non-functioning long-distance radio after two weeks of relentless battering from the sea. All she had was a short-range, very high-frequency VHF radio, which gave... gave up after five days due to water damage. She was alone and completely cut off. Tammy had to rely on her basic tools to navigate to Hawaii, a sextant and sight reduction tables. Using the sun's position, she determined her latitude. And once she found her watch, she could also figure out her longitude. It took a while, but she did make it to Hawaii. Throughout her time being lost at sea, Tammy showed just how resourceful she was. She remembered trying to get the engine running but some of the boat's parts had melted onto the propeller shaft. Despite being mechanically inclined, she couldn't waste time trying to fix something that was potentially beyond repair. Instead, she relied on her training as a bosun. Tammy also kept a log of her time at sea, always aware that if she didn't make it, this might be the only clue to what happened. Looking back on the log, she admitted that her mental state had been fragile during her ordeal. Despite everything, Tammy shared that the human survival instinct is incredibly strong. She wanted to live. The hero of our next tale is a man named Steve Callahan. His story, though it sounds like a Hollywood movie script, is real as real can be. Back in 1982, Steve found himself participating in a single-handed sailing race across the vast Atlantic Ocean. He trusted his voyage to a self-designed vehicle, proudly named Napoleon Solo. It was a sturdy reliable boat built to weather storms and defy waves but unpredictable weather loomed in tearing into the race fleet and sinking a bunch of boats steve had to sideline himself and dock his beloved napoleon solo in spain for some urgent repairs After patching up the boat, Steve took off again, this time setting his sights on the Canary Islands. His heart was set on crossing the Atlantic and reaching the sandy shores of Antigua. Sadly, his boat was battered by strong winds, leaving it significantly damaged. Steve found himself with no choice but to abandon the ship. He soon boarded an inflatable life raft. Steve decided he wasn't going down without a fight. Before Napoleon Solo sank into the depths of the Atlantic, He dived repeatedly into the turbulent waters to salvage what he could. With a few essential items secured, he battled hunger, thirst, and loneliness for the next 76. Some fishermen eventually found him and whisked him off to a local hospital where he began his recovery. Now you might think this is where Steve's story ends. His incredible saga of survival was shared far and wide in sailing magazines, featured on numerous TV shows, and finally cemented in his own book. But the record for the longest time ever spent lost at sea was broken by a man named Jose Salvador Alvarenga. He is an incredibly tough soul, whose tenacity and will to survive would become the stuff of legends. That's because for 438 long, difficult days, he was adrift. A fisherman by trade, Jose was no stranger to the sea's unpredictable moods. His life's most terrifying adventure started on a day just like any other, in 2012. That was the day Jose and his fishing mate headed off the shores of a quaint fishing village named Costa Azul in Mexico. It was their first voyage together. Life however, had a nasty surprise in store for them. Soon after they had left the comfort of the shoreline behind, they were ambushed by a furious storm. It tossed their small boat about like a toy, steering it off its course. Their ship's motor and most of their onboard electronics were rendered useless. Jose, displaying his quick thinking, managed to radio his boss for help before the communication device gave up, but the response was as powerless as their situation. For five relentless days, the storm messed with them. When the skies finally cleared, Jose and his mate found themselves lost with no idea of their whereabouts or how to get back. To make matters worse, the storm had taken away most of their fishing equipment, leaving them with mere basic survival tools. Their boat no longer had sails, motors, or oars. Month after month, they drifted aimlessly. Their sustenance came from good old Mother Nature. Rainwater and a random collection of sea critters like fish, turtles, and birds. After about four months, Jose lost his friend, but he decided to carry on, in hopes he'd one day be rescued. Little did he know, he was nowhere near the end of his journey. He attempted signaling every passing ship he saw, but his desperate cries for help were useless. Relying solely on rainwater and whatever the sea offered him for food, Jose kept track of his days by the changing phases of the moon. It was a bit over a year after the disastrous storm that Jose finally sighted land. His heart filled with hope and he abandoned his trusty but worn-out boat, choosing to swim towards the shore. To his amazement, he found himself on one of the Marshall Islands, situated on the far side of the Pacific from where his ordeal had begun. The man was taken to a hospital where he slowly but steadily recovered his strength. Upon his return, his family declared they had never given up on him and were over the moon on the news of his discovery. However, this survival story was so fantastical that many raised their eyebrows in doubt. Did a man really survive for so long at sea on a tiny boat however there were those who offered a counterpoint experts explained that fresh meat from birds and turtles which Alvarenga claimed to have consumed in plenty contained enough vitamin c to ensure survival that's it for today so hey if you pacified your curiosity then give the video a like and share it with your friends or if you want more just click on these videos and stay on the bright side